part of my part of my success is you have to separate yourself find what's different for you find out what makes you different from everybody else and run with it um if you're just another guy that does the same thing that god does down the road i mean you're not going to get as many people um you're not going to show that person that hey i'm the person you need to come to so it's separating yourself and making yourself and it's making yourself different for everybody is really important too and it's it's not it's not from just like a detailing aspect or you know offering ceramic coatings or pbf or anything like that but it's there say that one guy's just posting pictures of cars um and he's i mean they look good and everything but you know he may not be getting a lot of engagement but if you're sitting there showing if you're the guy right down the road showing your face and you know staying active and staying in front of people i mean that's that's what's making you different being active on that that social media flat platform and you know building the rapport and saying like hey i'm the guy that you need to come to instead of guy just post pictures down the road so What is up, guys? On this episode of the Detail Spot Podcast, we have Tanner Thurman with TRC Detailing. Tanner's a super cool dude, um, and he's only been in business actually about a year now, and he's got a lot to share with you guys on how he's had uh, such quick success and, and how he got a lot of momentum going in his business. Tanner went from mobile detailing to a really nice facility now where he's offering PPF ceramic coatings. And um, he's actually offering uh, a training as well with the Gloss Revolution. So he's got a lot to share with you guys. And I know you're going to get a lot out of this. So make sure to keep an open mind to some of the things that he says that he did within his business. Because I know if you implement some of those things that you can have that same success. And you can you can have that same success that quick as well. And it, Tanner's going to kind of show you what's possible in such a short amount of time. So stay tuned in this episode of the Detail Spot Podcast. And if you have not already and you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure to leave us a review. If you find this interesting or if you find this of value, it's going to greatly help this channel grow so that we can reach more people. So Tanner, how long have you been detailing as a whole? And how long have you had your business? Oh, man. Um, let's say four or five years. Uh, I was part-time, shoot, three, three of them, three and a half. Um, I went full-time about April of last year. And shoot the business has freaking grown since there since then um i was in it like i said i was in it part-time for a while and just doing it on the side doing it when i wasn't working doing it on the weekends and you know it kind of gets you kind of gets to the point of where like you know i can make way more money doing my own thing full-time and it's scary it was scary to make the jump and for anybody that's thinking about it freaking do it that's that's all I gotta say. It's because uh, it's given me all I could ask for and more. Um, not saying there's not a lot of bills going out, but it's it's definitely changed how I look at things, my life, and it's been nice. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. And and you said you went to college, so like, what made you not use your degree versus doing this? Completely honest, money. <laughs> um, like I said, I have a four degree and. 
um, in chemistry and biology. And I was working there. I was working at one of the highest paying jobs in like the state in Tennessee, uh, lab jobs. And I was working as a lab tech and the, the highest I could possibly go it's like a chemist or something like that. And you can come like a master chemist, but you gotta be there for forever. Um, but honestly, that started out just below 50. And I was like, that's like now that's not even really a livable wage. Um, like if you're making forties, you're just kind of, I feel like you're just kind of getting by. Like, like we have our, we have our necessities, but there's no way we could live off 40. Just me and my wife. No, but and the and the cap of like um, what you can grow into as well. That's probably a huge part of it as well. Like when you have your own business, you're like, man, yeah, we may be doing forty now, but like next year I could be doing hundred and forty. You know, it's it's endless. Versus like when yeah. you with somebody. Yeah. So I'm just going to spit off some numbers, not trying to brag or anything. But uh, two years ago on the tax return, uh, my two not last year but the year before. I think I was only averaging like 40, like you said, or like we were just talking about. I was only averaging 40, and uh, we were just getting by. And said, hey, screw it. Let's do it. Made the jump. Um, and then last year, I think we turned 105. Me alone, um, we turned 105. Um, gr- that's gross, though. So, um, Still and then like one year in business, that's good. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's – that's a hell of a jump from what I was making. And then like this year, there's no talent. Um, there's no talent. <laughs> there's no talent this year. Maybe I'm hoping to upwards of 150 this year. Um, if it's not, I mean, yeah. maybe more. <laughs> You're still increasing. And the fact that you are bringing on a, a big ticket item like PPF, like the margins of PPF is crazy and you can, grow to whatever you want with that type of service yeah yeah for sure uh, um making the jump into pain protection film was definitely something i knew i was going to do um but i didn't have the shop space for it um and that's i was full-time mobile and it just it wouldn't work i mean i could do i could do coatings mobile but it, then again like it kind of, doing coatings mobile kind of throws I want to build a brand, I guess you could say. So, I mean, I have the products and I'm trying to plaster my logo anywhere, but uh, like doing coatings mobily, it's, you don't get to build a brand because it's always a different scene, scenery, somebody else's driveway. I mean, you, you don't get to keep adding on same picture, same place every single time. You don't get to keep adding on to it. So uh, that was one of the things too. So like I want, I wanted a central place where I could do the, the film, uh, coatings is kind of like what i want to grow into and just do uh the film and coatings and i'm making the jump to the the shop space about seven months ago has definitely just opened up so many doors like you don't you don't realize how many doors until you switch from going full mobile to having a shop and you're able to offer so much more you're able to gain more i wouldn't say gain more employees but efficiency wise way better Mm -hmm. if you want to make money just get a shop (laughs) yeah i agree with it like i I think you can make money in both mobile and shop but i do think there was something weird about like because i i went from mobile first to shop and now we are 100 mobile but having the shop was not only like a learning experience 
but the amount of weird exposure, like having a facility gets people curious of like, what's mm-hmm. there? I want to see what that is. And you meet a lot more people surprisingly being uh-huh. in one location than what you would think. So I was fixing to just say you have a little bit more opportunities having a shop, but then again, uh, Honestly, every time I'm out in like a highly populated area, there's always people stopping by and saying, hey, you going to do my car too? Uh, can I get a car and stuff like that? But I guess it's just kind of where you want to take your business. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to be out mobile and you're run, you want to run that, go ahead, go ahead, do it. Um, you can, like you, like you just said, you can make money doing it. Mm-hmm. You may grind it out a little bit more. Uh, you may work a lot more. You may put a lot more strain in your body, but you can make it work. Um, but then I think you made a post a while back or something like that, where it's talking about like efficiency and like money and stuff between mobile and uh, the shop. Um, there's so many factors. Uh, you got you got your you got the rain, weather, uh, drive times. Um, you know, plenty of factors. Like if it's raining, you can't do anything. Yeah. If if you have a couple details planned that day and it's raining, it's like it's not going to work. You're just kind of biting the bullet on that, and you take two of those a month, man, and that that pays your rent for a shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just kind of how I thought of it, and I was like, let's just let's just do it. Um, and like we're able to wash inside, we're able to do everything inside inside the shop, and it's like our cancellations went from you know, a lot to almost none. Um, and you know, I mean, you have your, you have your points where you need to start taking deposits too. And that's, that's kind of been a learning, a learning curve as well. But making the jump from mobile to the shop is definitely, it helped me grow and help grow into the things I wanted to like, like film and the, uh, the coding industry as well. So oh, you, all how you want to, all how you see your life. Do you want to grind it out or do you want to make more money doing less? Yeah, it, it, that's, that was one of the, uh, the thing around that. It was actually a whole podcast episode around shop yeah. versus mobile. And like, you know, and I made it seem like there was going to be one better than the other. And I think it all comes down to like, you know, what is your personal goals? How far do you want to take this thing? Because if you want to take it to the next level, you do yeah. need a facility. Um, and with mobile you need employees for you to scale to a certain extent. You need employees. Like there's no, um, you can do codings. Like even with mobile, we do a ton of codings, but like for you to really take it to the level of what a facility can, can produce, you need multiple guys, you need multiple vans in multiple cities. And I guess that would be a plus of mobile is being able to tap into, Hey, here's 45 minutes away. You can, if you can rank your, um, get your SEO pretty established in that city, and then you can take it over here, 45 minutes in another direction and rank. Yeah. You can do that with shop as well, um, but get someone to travel an hour away. Generally they will for like PPF and codings, but just regular detailing. And that's kind of the plus with facilities as well is you can start to transition out of that regular detailing. Yeah. And see, we I mean we still do interiors and stuff, but I think the the main goal is I don't really want to do them. Yeah, I don't think anybody. <laughs> all, all and honestly, I don't I don't like doing them. I like I mean I like coding cars. I like putting film on. It makes more money. Yeah. It takes I mean it takes work, but I mean it's it's yeah. a lot less it's a lot less strenuous and 
you get a little bit more reward out of it because you're making a little bit more money doing it as well. Um, so well, I guess, like, and, and you can't just like say one day, like tomorrow, you can't just say, I mean, I guess you could, that would be a, you may lose money in that gap of saying, Hey, tomorrow I'm not doing interiors going forward, but that exposure of people coming in for those services, because sometimes you do get a 2020 AMG just come in for a, a regular detail. When I exactly. come in, that exposure is kind of hard to, to give up for, you know, yeah, like like you said earlier too, when we were talking, um, I'm still in a small town. Um, it's still the bread and detailing is still the bread and butter. Um, everybody needs their cars done. Um, it keeps the bills paid. Uh, so I think the the coatings and the film have definitely been a learning experience, and you gotta you gotta throw your exposure to a lot more different ways as well. But when it comes down to it, the the, the people here pay the bills. Um, so like the regular details, your your complete details, where it's just getting a, a clay and a like a spray sealant or stuff like that. I mean, it just it it pays the bills. It's it keeps it keeps work. So I mean, I don't I don't I'm not running five coatings a day. Um, I'm not running three or four cars with film a week. Um, so I mean, you got to have something to fill the gaps, and that's kind of what's just build the gaps in between of maybe two or three coatings a week, a car doing film in a week. I mean, I haven't scaled to that yet, but that's kind of the goal. So, yeah. And dude, I think the way your business is going, I think here in two years, you were going to say, we don't do any more interior details, you know, like, cause like, I, you know, always say like what you advertise is what you are going to get. And it looks like you're mostly advertising what you want. And it seems like it's paint protection and coatings. So exactly. I think you're going to be there. That was, I think we talked about it before too. It's what you want to do, post about it. Mm-hmm. If you want to quit doing interiors, you want to start doing more exterior stuff. You want to start doing coatings. You want to start doing paint corrections. Post about it. Uh, the only way you're going to get it is if you post about it. If you you post the the mom minivan that was just absolutely disgusting, and everybody and their mom shares it. Next thing you know, the, the person down the street or person across town is like, "Oh, you know that looks great. I need mud done too. Let's do it." And like, I mean. It's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad at all, but I mean, still nobody wants to do that. Um, so yeah, post what you want. <laughs> what it does too is like, okay, say you post it. Of course you're proud of it. Like you need to tell it you're proud of it. You post it before and after. It's cool. What happens is, yeah, your mom starts to share it. You're those friends, your clients start to share it. You start getting an influx of calls. And now you're booked two weeks out on jobs that you hated when you could have been spending that two weeks you know, really figuring out how to push your business forward in the direction that you really want it instead of doing those two weeks worth of interiors because you're still detailing those and you still take yeah. the time to do it. So you're kind of actually pushing your business further back, I think, when people do that. Exactly. Like it, it's interiors aren't easy. Um, they take a lot of work. They take a lot of mental strain, making sure you're hitting every single thing. That's why processes are a big thing. Uh, if you're doing you're doing the volume you're doing a lot of interiors processes is one of the number one things you just need to get down and i mean luckily i've came to a process of where we're able to do things efficiently and get it done quick but i mean shoot your say with our complete detail i mean it's 200 
about 265, 275 right now. And I mean, it gets a good interior cleaning and a good deep interior cleaning, good wash, uh, decon, and like a spray, a spray, ceramic spray. And I mean, it's 250 bucks, 265. And you land one coating. How many of those completes are you going to have to do to do that coating? What are you going to, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, and coatings are just way more, um, not just for the salt, yeah, like the money, number one. I mean, we all we all say that, like, we're in business not for the money, but, like, everybody is in this. You did this not as a hobby. You transitioned to a professional for the money aspect exactly. of it. Because money, number two, maybe client satisfaction, and then you got your three, four, and five. So, like, yeah, coatings are number one. They make more money but they're more satisfying. Like whenever a customer calls and you're like, you know, it's working, you know, your business is now like a business when you get someone say, Hey, I was referred to you for this coding, which is a thousand dollars or around a thousand dollars. You're like, when you hang up and you schedule them, you get that, that deposit taken. Mm-hmm. Like the satisfying feel of like, man, I'm, I'm really doing this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. It's when they come to you knowing that you do them and they want your work. And that's, it's a different kind of, I mean, it's like, like I said, I mean, I'm getting, I mean, cars from out of state two years ago, you would have never been able to tell me like, Hey, there's, there's people coming out of state for just you. And at that time, two years ago, dude, I was, I was doing $225 details and like I just booked one of my highest tickets at about 9,500. And it's just like, wow. <laughs> it's like, you can actually do it if you put your mind to it. And um, you, you can run a business off of doing just regular detailing, but if you want to give your life, if you want to give yourself the life that you, you want and it's something that's going to live, um, you have to scale it. And whether it's with a lot of details and a lot of employees and you have to just run the crap out of it. I mean, yeah, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, but um, giving yourself a better life while making sure that business is running is really important too. So you want to be able to. <laughs> I lost it. But... <laughs> I get what you're saying, man. It's like, okay, think, put it this way. This is a comparison I would have. It's like when you when you work, we, we all know this subconsciously, or maybe we don't. And I, I'm referring to me as like maybe the viewers listening. Um, yeah. You know, they're looking to get started, have already started, or hell, been in detail, been in business for ten years. But like when you work for somebody as an employee, you generally have a 401k. You generally have health insurance. You generally have promotion opportunities. Everything is laid out for you in a path. It's like, hey, this is step one, step two, step three on your way to 60 years old. Now you're retired. Um, You know, it's all laid out for you. It's very limited, but it is laid out for you. And that's a huge perk. But as a business owner, not just a detailer, but like as a business owner, and I don't think a lot of detailers know this because it's on on the lower end of um, knowledge base, you know, Mm -hmm. 
um, we're, we're just dumb detailers, you know, we don't yeah. know, these things, but you know, you, you have to do those things yourself. You have to create those things yourself. And if you're not looking to invest money to eventually get out of this or, you know, invest into employees so that your business can run itself for you when you're 56 years old, um, exactly. you know, we have to create those things as business owners. And I don't think a lot of people are thinking that far ahead and it's really not that far ahead that should be a five-year goal a 10-year goal and you know you you've made a good point right there um detail anybody can detail um the guy down the street can detail uh, the guy city over can detail anybody can just detail but it's once you detail so much you got to transition your mind from hey i can actually i can do the work i mean anybody can do the work but if you want to really, if you really want to make that business successful, you gotta you gotta treat it like a business instead of you know saying you're just a detail. You gotta you gotta put yourself in the businessman aspect and actually build that because that that was one of the biggest things from where my mindset changed from. All right, I'm just gonna I'm I'm a detailer, but it's more than just being a detailer. You gotta. You got to put your mind in the the businessman aspect and scale it. Uh, you got to you got to you, you got to be the business. You got to actually make it a business instead of just regular detailing. So, yeah, and that that comes with like you know we always say we wear all the hats, and that's one thing that sucks is because most times, and it may be you. I know it was me personally when I started. I may have had like five grand to my name, you know, to my wife and I's name. Like that means what I spend of this five grand for equipment and supplies, like that's cutting into whether I eat or not. So, and that's probably a lot of people like that. And that's how they, it's a very low cost to get into. So we don't have the money to invest into an SEO manager right off the rip or a marketing manager or a someone to create or, you know, to, to do these things. Um, we wear every single hat there is. We sell, we detail a lot of times, you know, so we work eight hours, but we're also calling, answering, um, following up on the, on the emails, creating our website. We do all these things because we don't have the money to initially, you know, exactly. so my thing would be, hey, where can you spend this money as you start making it? How uh-huh. can you start allocating these things to take off a hat and put it on someone else's head? Uh-huh. Um yeah, that's definitely a good point too. Um, we are wearing a lot of hats, um, and then hiring my first employee definitely made you realize, like, hey, when you don't have them, it's so much more difficult to run that place too. When you don't have that extra help, um, and when you're to the point of where I am, it's just it's it's kind of hard to be able to juggle every single thing from finances to keeping up with inquiries coming in to actually doing the work. It's a lot. Um, so you have to, like, like we said, it's a grind and you have to be really focused on what you want and want for yourself to, to be actually able to grow that. You got to stay disciplined. Um, you can't just say, Hey, I'm not going to do that. Uh, people talk. Um, you don't get back with that one customer. He could say something to the next person that may be your next client and be like, Oh, he didn't even answer me back. Like you can't do it. You got to at least answer the phone or um, follow up with people and make sure that you want to be where you want to be. So. Yeah, definitely dude. Like you'd be surprised at how many um, 
look across like the teller's reviews and a lot of times you see their one star review was hey he didn't even answer the phone it wasn't even if he did a good job or a bad job it was literally and that sucks i don't think that's right but it's just the cold hard truth and if you don't have five stars when in a competitive industry like this is an extremely competitive industry when you look around you at your competition guaranteed that there's going to be a guy with 50 plus five-star reviews or 30 plus five-star reviews that means you better have five star to compete with that because you know subconsciously when a customer's looking and they mm-hmm. see a guy that has a 4.0 and the rest of his competition has 5.0 you're probably the last one to call you know exactly so it's, it's you got to do everything right man yeah and it's like yeah it's, it's, in, it's, it's from the start you got to do it from the start if you're going to do it you got to do it right um you you got to do Obviously, going from detail to businessman, you still got to actually detail and make sure things are, you know, getting put out correctly and everything's cleaned and there's no problems. And it's not saying that I'm perfect or anybody's perfect. There's just, you got to put certain processes into place. Like, um, so we use the scheduling program called Your April. I mean, we have, we have checklists for every single, every single little job and me or my employees will after that we just kind of go over every single thing and everything's marked out and they have to check that off every time to make sure you know everything is done correctly because if it's not i mean they're coming back if they don't come back so i mean you have your people that's just i don't want to come back to you and you know they just did such a bad job when it could be just a I missed vanity mirror that she didn't clean or just little small stuff here and there that's that didn't get done. And you, you got to put certain processes in place to make sure that the work's getting done and done correctly. And, you know, like I said, the, nobody's perfect. Everything gets missed. And even aside from the checklist, I mean, you gotta, you gotta put yourself in a position to say, you know, look, I'd be lying to say that, uh, I've never missed anything. If like every time a customer goes out, I'm just like, Hey, if uh, you ever any, have any questions or concerns, just do not hesitate to reach out to me. I'd, I'd rather you say something to me and we get it fixed and make sure everything is right. Then, you know, if I didn't say anything and maybe it went out bad and they just don't really care and they go straight to Google and give you a really bad review, you're starting off in the dumps right there. I mean, one better you can come up from it but i mean it's still going to hurt you going on and going forward so it's just covering all your bases and making sure that the customer's happy and that um you know everything's getting done right too i mean you got to do things right to to scale so I want to take a moment really quick and tell you about the detail community. You know, us detailers, when we first start our business, we want two things generally. And the first one is we want to show our clients or our area how talented we really are. We want to show off our skill set at this trade. And number two, we want to create some wealth for ourselves. We want to create a version of financially free, you know, and that version can mean many different things for everybody. You know, maybe it's to buy your first house or maybe it's to buy a bigger house. Maybe it's to buy that dream car you've always wanted, or it could mean, you know, taking more vacations throughout the year, taking some time off throughout the year and be able to afford that. 
The detail community helps you level up your detailing business faster so that you can do these things, so that you can become whatever your version of financially free is. This gives you as the detailer all of the resources you need to level up your detailing business faster so that you can work less and make more. You will be able to utilize some of the systems and strategies that some of the biggest detailing companies in the world are utilizing in their business so that you can work with more desirable clients and work on more desirable vehicles. Another cool part is you have access to a community of other members that are already inside. So these are going to be other like-minded and ambitious detailers that you can come learn, connect, and level up with. Become a member today and get your first 30 days for only $1. So you can literally try this out for only $1. So you have nothing to lose. Now let me show you what some of the other members are saying inside of the detail community. So this is what some of the members inside of the detail community are talking about, what they're saying about this. So we've got Evan. He says, each lesson alone is worth $27. That's how valuable this content is. Now we've got, so I've told my first few coding, I've sold my first few coding jobs recently. Clients were happy and actually made good money. This year is going to be big for my business. So an introduction here, what's up detail community? I am Tim with Sharper Image Detailing. Been detailing since 2013, but started the business in 2020 full time. I look forward to the progress of the community and learning as much as I can and also giving what I now know. We hired our first employee this year, which is super exciting, but I also, but also a lot of work to train on our process. I'm excited about this journey and getting to know other like-minded people. So Tim's super excited to be here and he has a lot to share and learn with people a part of the community. So hey y'all, I'm Austin with River Region Detail out of Alabama. I got my first I got my start in detailing back in 2011 working for a dealership for a few years, then I quit to pursue sales. I got back into it as an enthusiast back in 2020 and decided to pursue it full-time in the spring of 2021. I'm coming up on completing my first year of business and I'm very excited to learn and grow from everyone here. So Marvin here, he's a ceramic pro elite dealer in Nashville. If you are looking for the best kept secrets, then this is for you. The detail community is helpful for detailers at all levels. So on the share your wins section of the community forums inside of the detail community, this was one of the, um, one of the big wins someone shared with us. And it said, I watched a couple of the lessons and the way I look at things is different. Now I was doing things totally wrong. I am working on changing up my business. Now I have already decided I'm going to make my business model more high end. And I've already got one client on the schedule for ceramic coating service for $900. And I took a deposit. So look at it this way. You get your first 30 days for a dollar, and then after that, it's only $27 a month. They just booked a $900 service from one of the lessons that they learned inside. So their, their community um, membership is paid for for a long time. So one lesson got them a $900 um, appointment booked. So they implemented what was taught some of, from some of the resources that are inside of the detail community and they were able to book a $900 service. So it's huge. You make your money back on this, you know, 
like crazy. So 2022, here's another share your wins. 2022 is shaping up to be a big year for me. I'm on track to making close to six figures this year. If my projections are correct, I never anticipated this, especially only in my second year of operation and still not being 100% full-time. That will be my conversation with my boss in the next couple of days. Uh, I landed three wholesale accounts in the last two weeks of all which have to Tons of work for me. It has me to a point to where I think I can be in my shop every day and still have plenty of work left over. I may be, I may even consider hiring a part-time employee. I'm excited. What is to come in 2022? So this is Ryan. He actually did quit his job and is now detailing full-time. So after only two years of being in business, he's on track to do six figures. So huge wins inside of the detail community. Here's, here's some more trying to get through the content, but there's so many golden nuggets, dude. I'm taking some notes. And then he also said, dude, that direct mail training is super clutch. Didn't even think about that idea. Pure gold, man. So people are loving what is included inside of the detail community. And you can have access to the to that as well. If you join today, you get your first 30 days for only $1. After that, you get a founding member rate of only $27 a month. And it's going to teach you how to really level up your business and have success like some of the other members inside have had. So go ahead and join today. It's the detailcommunity.com forward slash join. If you are listening on Apple podcasts or Spotify, the link will be in the show notes. And if you're watching on YouTube, the link will be in the, in the description. And I cannot wait to see you guys inside and just really get to connect with you guys and watch your businesses level up. Yeah, you were, you were talking about like, um, you know, you don't want a customer to go straight to your reviews when they're done. You want them to go to you. And I, I was like, you're able makes that, that, that you're able is like a freaking lifesaver for <laughs> you're able makes detailing and like detailing as a business owner, makes it 100% easier just because you have those, um, you have those checklists and you can store their pictures like through that pre-inspection, but also like, I tell everybody, if you are worried, like you, and you should be worried because those reviews are huge on everybody checks reviews before they go to, to, to build trust with anybody before they call anybody, they're trying to see, Hey, how, who do I trust the most initially? And they do that based on reviews. So I always tell everybody, man, you got to follow up, um, text the client, like after the service is done, say, Hey, I just want to ensure that you were hundred percent satisfied or whatever the case is, however you want to follow up. But pretty much by doing that, if they say, no, I hated it, it was terrible. Well, now you're communicating with them. Mm -hmm. you know, so now you can say, oh, I'm so sorry. We can fix that for you. I'd love to schedule you a returning day. Do whatever you think to make it right. But um, And what that does is it now puts them in front of you versus <laughs> them going straight to that, that Google review. So that's what we do with every client. At the end of the day, we'll text them and say, hey, um, you just want to make sure you were satisfied, but also thank them for their business. And then, you know, that just kind of gets in front. If they were thinking about leaving a bad review, now hopefully they leave it to me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, reviews are everything. Sure. Uh, they're, they, they help a lot when it comes to like the optimizations of where your name comes up when they either say detailing near me or ceramic coatings near me. It's like, you got to have those reviews there because that's that's what initially ranks you. So, I mean, asking for those reviews, making people, making sure people are happy are, are very crucial. And 
you know, getting yourself where you want to be and making sure the business is successful too. I mean, you're not going to get those people if you're not doing good work and you're not, sh- if you're not showing up on the the Google search, I mean, you're, you're not going to get those clients either. So, I mean, you, you got to really focus on those and making sure work is going out right too. So. Yeah. And it's such a huge, like still such a huge ranking factor for Google. Like, you know, when someone leaves a, a hefty description in their review, it's five stars and they leave, Hey, um, you know, Jim Bob's auto detailing, um, in Tampa, Florida, just did a ceramic coating on my Mustang and then just keep mentioning those keywords in that city and the service you offer and your business name. Like if they pack that description full and they leave you a five-star review, you get those consistently. Holy yeah. smokes, man, such a big ranking factor. And that's, that's one of the biggest, um, that's where like the CRMs come into play. And if a detailer doesn't have a CRM, you need one. Um, it's going to help your business run more efficiently, keep a, keeps communication with the customers making sure hey like reminding them of appointments and follow-ups and saying you know one tap and you can send them a a review thing to ask them to leave a review uh, as soon as they leave Uh, you don't have to do much so um yeah crms are important there's so many out there too like you know i'm i'm what I use that I've already said it, but like, I, and, and the other ones out there, you got Orbisex, you got Detail Bookie, all these that you're able, all three of them huge. Uh, they all do the same thing in a way. It's just kind of whatever you prefer. Um, but all those are going to make it so easy for you to just follow up, be on top of your game. Um, yep. You can store those. If they had a scratch on their car, it stores it in there. Hey, if they, they come back after you a month later, Hey, nope, that was here beforehand. Yeah, exactly. And I think another thing we should talk about is when it comes to the websites too. Websites are so crucial mm-hmm. uh, from like the, the SEO and the search engine, search engine optimizations. I mean, if, if you're not ranking, they're not going to find you. Uh, and you, you can stay as uh, active as you can, but if you're not coming up on that list, I mean, it's, you're going to get way less people than the person that's at the top of that list. Um, and so a good, a good, decent website, I think, is honestly where if you're coming up, you need to invest in that and your Google My Business as soon as, as soon as you start. I mean, websites aren't cheap. A good web, a good website, is not cheap. Uh, I built, I started off building my, I built my first one, built my second one. They were good, but when it comes to like you were talking about earlier keywords and everything and making sure you're popping up it didn't do anything for me it was just something to show and it didn't have a big use it just kind of gave information but i think once you start seeing the money coming in it's like when it's one of the bigger things you need to invest in it's a good decent website but somebody that actually knows what they're doing and I'd, I'd be lying if I hadn't made those mistakes before either and going with an off-the-wall company that doesn't know much with much about detailing and um I don't know it's important <laughs> yeah definitely man it's like in, in the SEO game is such a long-term game anyway so it's like you invest now see results then and you have, what you have is you have like anybody listening that is um 
you know, doesn't know what SEO is or, you know, how it's going to benefit you, you pretty much have two types of SEOs. You have your Google My Business and then you have your organic and they do tie in to some extent just because your link is plugged into that three pack, those Google Maps. But like your organic, what people do is if they don't, some people strictly go off of websites and then some people will strictly go off the Google. Why not try to rank for both? Because generally, if you look at like who's ranking on that Google Maps, they're probably ranking on the websites as well. So yeah. like once you can dominate those two, man, the amount of legit leads that come from Google, serious people, because they've already done one two minute search, you know, they've already done like a little bit of legwork. And those people are generally, I think, more willing to purchase something. Yeah. And then what's it? I think knowing that Google is you're getting your quality leads off of Google and like you can be active on Facebook, but once you start doing like, it's going to like the ads face, I mean, there's a, you got to have somebody to know what they're doing. If you're going to run Facebook ads or you got to know what you're doing uh, because you can waste a lot of money on there. Um, Google, on the other hand, I mean, you can, you can do a little bit of research on either YouTube or the internet and I mean, get a little, a decent return off of it, but you get a lot more quality stuff from Google for sure. And I think the one, I don't know if it's just because of we're picking up again or anything like that, but I kind of, I met a couple people um, and they've really kind of led me. It's all about mentors too, Uh, finding somebody that you can learn off of. And uh, I've kind of learned a little bit off of them and um, I've been showing my face a lot more and videos and staying much more active, posting stuff, the stories all the time. And I, I feel like I've seen a little bit bigger return out of it. It's just make, showing you being in front of people all the time. Um, so I, I've, I don't know, like I said, I don't know if it's whether we've uh, started getting into busy season again, which I mean, probably, but um, I've definitely seen a much more bigger return in the past month because of it. So um yeah it's i'll always say like man you gotta people want to do business with people you know like they want to see the person who's behind it they want to see they want to talk to you maybe subconsciously or talk to you in person who knows but like when you post a video um and you start putting yourself out there and it's and it's all personality based too because like anytime i still get in front of a video camera i'm heart starts to beat a little bit faster. I still get nervous, but like, that's normal. But I'm telling mm-hmm. you, like, if you want like a good boost and you, that you just said it, like it may be because it's busier season, but I noticed like in my personal business, when I stopped, not stopped posting pictures of cars, just because that is what we do. But mm-hmm. like, they get burned out on that. They get burned yeah. out on cool car, cool car. Yeah. I know what you're doing. I see it. But like when you see, when they see you, the person, the business owner, they're like, dude, I like this guy. Like, you know, they see the, yeah, you know, it, and like you just said, it's like showing your face and everything you get to build, you get to build that rapport too, to, you know, talk and, you know, actually know what you're talking about and build the, build the trust. There's like, I, I want to bring my car to somebody that knows what they're doing. And if somebody's just posting cars all the time, I don't know. I mean, you don't know if they do. It looks like they do good work, but can you trust that person with your car? And if you know that person and, you know, it's definitely important. It's, there's definitely helped out a lot just showing your face and showing that you're the guy around yourself or the guy around that knows what they're talking about too. So It's so much easier to sell it to. Like think about if you were to type out 
say you just posted a picture of a CA, you do a lot of CAs, but like say you did a you you just did a PPF on a CA and you were to explain it in the description, mm-hmm. fat description, and then also do you think they're gonna read that fat description versus a video? You're like, hey, let me show you, let me tell you. You can get your point across so much quicker in a video than you can post in that long description. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's I've I played and played with, you know, how my posts are set up on Facebook and Google and Honestly, the more simple that you can make it, the more attention grabbing that it's gonna be. I mean, obviously, you got you got to. Good pictures are important. They're very important. Uh, so there's good, good quality work. I mean, if you have a really blurry picture that doesn't look like much, I mean, you're not gonna get much return off of that. Nobody's gonna share it like, "Wow, he did great work." Um, so, putting your posts and like with a good picture and you know, not just talking their head off, um, say, this is what happened. Uh, this is what we, this is what we helped this customer with. And maybe the, I don't know, products you used, but like I'll, I'll tag like the S tech company and the PPF and like the coding company. And that's really it. And then, I mean, I'll put a couple of things at the bottom, but it's just, you don't want to, you don't want to draw their attention away and say, wow, it's too much to read. I'm not going to read that. And you, you got to grab their attention and keep it for just long enough to where like, wow, I okay, to work. I know what he's doing. Good deal. So, and even, even if they don't know, I think a lot of people and me included, whenever I, I guess like first started in my business and I was like, man, why am I not getting like one time I got 60 likes on my stuff and the other time I got three, you know, and a lot of times detailers are a low, it's a low engagement type of, yeah. uh, Posting like you're not going to have a ton of engagement because they've already seen you do that a bunch of times, but they're seeing it. You know what I'm saying? They are seeing it, and if they because yeah. they don't engage with it or like it, when they need it, if you're consistent enough and you're posting quality pictures and maybe a video here and there, like they're seeing that thing. And whenever you, whenever they need that, or say, say they have their beat up '98 Corolla and they are now about to upgrade to a CA Corvette. I can yeah. you that dude is going to get PPF or coding because he's like I know I know that guy does it. Um, I've seen his stuff. Although I might not liked it, but I know that he does it and he does good work. So I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna go to that guy and like like you just said. I mean, it's a low engagement thing. You can't beat yourself up over it. Just you got to stay consistent. You got to you got to stay on it and keep grinding it out because I mean, once you stop, the business stops. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's traction man and it like yo it, it, it takes a lot of work like it takes that that's another hat you wear man like you know unless you um uh, i actually had my sister was in high school and she was like uh she needed a job i was like yo come come to the shop and i'm actually gonna give you like three or four hours a day and uh-huh. i would get her on instagram and i would say hey every account that you can search, like, um, you know, cars and coffee was one. Now go through all these cars and coffee accounts that are linked to them, see who's engaging with those, and then see who's engaging with those people and just crawl through this spider web of people that are in Nashville, you know, in our area, engage with their stuff, you know, and then engage with them down the road without selling to them. And it's like, long-term game, but that's a strategy that, you know, we'll go into further one day, but like, it's an easy one, man. It's like, take a little bit of time, you know, get on Instagram and engage with people. But, um, that was a side rant. I forgot what I was actually talking about. <laughs> that usually happens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's like another hat we wear, man. You gotta, you gotta be consistent though. It's 
Uh-huh. And I, I do think another thing too, um, that's part of my, part of my success is you have to separate yourself, find what's different for you, find out what makes you different from everybody else and run with it. Um, if you're just another guy that does the same thing that God does down the road, I mean, you're not going to get as many people. Um, you're not going to show that person that, Hey, I'm the person you need to come to. So it's separating yourself and making yourself and it's making yourself different for everybody is really important too. And it's, it's not, it's not from just like a detailing aspect or, you know, often ceramic coatings or PBF or anything like that, but it's there. Say that one guy's just posting pictures of cars, um, and he's—I mean—they look good and everything, but you know he may not be getting a lot of engagement. But if you're sitting there showing, if you're the guy right down the road showing your face and you know staying active and staying in front of people, I mean, that's that's what's making you different. Being active on that that social media flat platform and you know building the rapport and saying like, "Hey, I'm the guy that you need to come to," instead of guy just post pictures down the road. So. Yeah. And even then, like, say you got four guys in your area um, and they're all doing the same thing that they're all doing the same thing. They're posting cool cars. Their brand is there and they're and they're also showing themselves in videos. The way that you can now differentiate each one of those is personality. So you can't mimic somebody's personality. You know, yeah. you, can, you can try your hardest, but like you look different, you act different, like you just can't. So that's one thing that they can't. Like we were talking about, you know, it's it's a very it's a copycat type of industry just because um, you got you're all doing the same thing. How can you really do it different? You're washing a car, you're cleaning a car, you're coating a car. You're probably going to have the same car in your shop at one point at, in time or another. How can you make yourself different if everybody's doing the same thing? Mm-hmm. Copying and, and you, you put yourself out there, you put put yourself in a video, you, you add that personal feel to it. And now the client's going to pick based on who they're vibing with, who do they like the most? And then that's mm-hmm. the rawest, truest way I think to um, earn business, honestly. Yeah. Being personal. For mm-hmm. sure. For yeah. sure. Dude. So I've been seeing, you've been doing like, um, the, like PPF training and um, coding trading. Like, tell me some more about that. All right. So, you know, like we got into the shop, um, I knew PPF was a thing that I wanted to do. Um, I need the shop for it. So, I mean, as soon as, as soon as we got, I wouldn't say as soon as we got it, but, uh, we had already booked PPF trainings and, um, kind of came into the shop as soon as, as soon as I got done with PPF training and we, we did it over with, uh, S tech in Seattle. And, um, you don't realize how many, outlets i guess doing that kind of stuff opens up um it's uh, i've met so many people doing it it's it's just been nuts so i mean we started the paint protection film uh, it's opened up a lot of doors but i mean coming even from that um so our class up in seattle for the s-tech training uh, i met two guys uh, jose his name's jose and uh, william uh, they're the owners of the Lost Revolution. I don't know if you've heard of them. Uh, you've probably seen me post about it a little bit, but um, they are super big down in Puerto Rico. Um, so super good coatings. Uh, not a, they don't get talked a lot, a lot, a lot of here, just because they're not as active over here. They're more Spanish speaking, and I mean they they do a lot of their stuff. They do a lot of their um, 
sports sport. They, they do they do all their coatings and make other coatings, and they're they're really good. Um, so I am now one of the one of the first Spanish or not Spanish speaking uh, English speaking um, what they call it master installers uh, in the United States uh, for them. So now kind of opened up opportunities opportunities there as well. So I mean I get to I get to ceramic coating paint or ceramic coating and paint correction um, classes and teach everybody doing that and even from there like I can. I can even make money from that. So just, it's almost another outlet, but you know, you have your coding companies out there. Um, a lot of them you just don't get a lot out of. Uh, say, you, say, say you go with the one company and you're, you're technically just buying and using, posting about it. They may share your stuff, but I mean, you might, you're probably not getting a lot out of them, but you know, with, with the gloss revolution guys, it's just, it's, it's been different. I mean, I talk to them almost every day. I get all kinds of tips, social media tips, and, you know, that they want you to grow too. And that's been one of the biggest things from with going with them. And uh, we built that relationship from the first time we met over in Seattle. And just like, you know, I had them up for the first time about three, three weeks ago, a month ago. And, you know, we had the best time. Um, so it's just like finding, finding somebody you're comfortable with and, um, Every code, all the coatings are decent. I mean, they're all decent. So it's just finding some a coating company that can, you know, help you out and build your yourself, build your business. I mean, you don't want to build somebody else and you not build off of that either. So um, finding somebody that's you know good for you and is helping you build has definitely been a, a big thing. Some of the decisions that I've I've gone with. So yeah, that, that's awesome, dude. I didn't uh, I didn't know fully what. Um what it was you were doing with that, but like you definitely want when it comes to coatings, like, because you, you're not really just buying the liquid in a bottle. Like mm -hmm. it's not really what you're buying when you buy into a coating. Like you want someone in your corner. You want someone to say, Hey, and I've got a question about this. Like, what is this, you know, what's it doing on this vehicle? You know, exactly. a select circumstance. You want to be able to call somebody and say, Hey, what's going on? So that's pretty cool, dude. Like you look at a lot of, and there's a few coding companies that started um, in like Europe and, you know, and they were primarily there and then transitioned to America. So like, it's cool how you are kind of that face to it to begin with. Yeah. And then, you know, like starting with it, like, I mean, we're, we're all really good friends now. Um, you know, like the coatings are really good. I mean, some of the best ones that I've used and, um they work but it's like i said it's it's coming from getting help from them too to scale yourself um you know one of being one of the first english speaking guys that kind of honestly gives me a lot a lot of opportunity for you know my future too um so just really depending on how big i want to take that and how big i want to take myself too so yeah that's sick man that's awesome so where do you see, like, um, you were talking about how this was, like, a pretty cool outlet for you. Where do you see yourself in the next, like, five years, you and your business? I know it's kind of a tricky one, but. You know, that's a, that's a loaded question. Um, you know, I had two employees earlier. I just had to let an employee go, but I have had two employees, and, you know, it's a lot um, between, like, payroll and payroll taxes, you know. But I mean, I'd like to I'd like to get to a point of where I mean, I like we were talking earlier that I don't have to be 
in the detail phase as much as I am now. I want to be able to step away and, you know, build relationships with other people. And obviously we want to make more money doing that too. Uh, we want to, you want to take it further. Um, I'm kind of starting to try to dabble into the, you know, the dealership industry and, you know, getting, getting coatings from there. And I, I know it's a, a difficult task, but uh, kind of, I see myself wanting to be bigger than I am and, you know, just growing. Um, I, w- I don't want to grow up to the moon. I don't want to grow too fast. And that's one, of, that's one of the big things that a lot of my mentors say is just, just don't grow too fast. And, you know, you see it and you want to grow and grow and grow and grow, but then you, you've got to wait a little bit. Cause I mean, I saw myself doing it too. I hired my second employee because I was like, oh, I just want to step away. But, you know, you, you look back at the things and you look at your how much money you're putting out and stuff. It's like you can't really afford that. Um, so you have to like step back, don't grow too much, grow, grow how everything else is growing too. So, you know, do a lot of the work yourself until you're able to literally step back and, you know, put yourself in a position that you want to be. So I, I think I just like to see a lot of growth. Um, and, you know, we're on the, we're on the right track to doing that, uh, making sure, you know, every, everybody, ha- everything has its place. So, you know, it's, we've got a road ahead of us, but you know, it's, it's working and what we're doing is working. And like I said, when we're getting clients from all over the country, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see something bigger than, you know, what I've imagined. I hope in five years, I look at myself now and I'm like, wow, I never imagined even doing that. Like I was two years ago. So, you know, growing, uh, making sure that I want to put myself in the the place for my family and, you know, all my clients, my employees, I want to be able to give my employees a good life too. So. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. I, I like no doubt that you'll do it like based on how fast you've been growing now and you know, the, the knowledge that you have and what it takes, like you, you're going to make it, it's inevitable, but back to like, what you're talking about, dude, about like the employees, like you, I think what happens, cause that's happened to me as well. And I'm sure it's happened to everybody who has ever hired employees. What happens is I think one day it just triggers like a response in your head of like, dude, I'm freaking, my back's hurting. This car is beating me up. And it's like, I got to figure out a way to grow this to where I can, higher and step back a little bit and then do that and then you realize how much is going out man it's like how much work you have to do to you know to match that payroll cost you're talking about you know payroll taxes like it's it's surprising how much that will draw out of what could go to you you know it's nuts uh the one one employee can help you out so much more but you know, it, it really starts getting difficult when you start adding. Um, so, like, I'll just give you a little bit, a couple numbers. I mean, at, you know, just $15 an hour, I think payroll for one person, payroll and payroll taxes for one person is about, you know, a month. And maybe I think it's like 29 2800 And it's like you have two of those. And that's just payroll that you got to make in a month. Uh, I mean, it's, and it shouldn't, it's not that hard, but then you look at it, it's like, well, that's a lot of money. Um, I mean, obviously they're making you money, um, but you sit there and you, you step back and it's like, you're, you're almost putting six grand a month towards, you know, employees. It's like to have those employees, you got to keep them busy. You got, you got to make that worth it too. And that, that was one of my mistakes uh, is hiring too fast. Um, 
and it's like we, we were making the money and I was getting them paid and everything, but it's not the kind of return that I wanted to see either. Um, and we can, we can probably do just as much with just us two. But then, uh, like I said, it's being able to step back a little bit and it definitely helped from the st- stepping back standpoint of being able to get stuff done, build relationships with, you know, other people. But at the same time, you can't go broke trying to do that. So I think there was like a couple ways that you can do it. And you said like, you know, it costs a lot of money. You got two employees who are looking at six grand a month. Um, you know, you can either take the risk and say, Hey, I'm going to go four months that I I'm not sure if it's going to stay as busy to keep those and make me money as well. You know, I think that's almost the way it could go, or it's like what you were talking about dealerships when it comes to contract type work like that, mm-hmm. consistently coming in. I think if you had dealerships like that, I think you, you would scale to a whole nother level. I think if like dealerships are so frowned upon in our industry, it's kind of weird how it goes like this, but like you got mom and pop dealerships frowned upon, never get into them. If you're listening to this, like never go to the value or pay your lots. Your business is doomed to fail. If that's the way, the direction that you go, you're never going to make money on those because they don't, yeah. pay. but then, you know, then you scale to another level and now you can tap into higher end dealerships. You can get in with those Porsches, those BMW, the, the Mercedes dealerships, and um, they'll do a contract work to where it's like, Hey, we'll send you X amount. Or you could get in with like a salesman and say, Hey, um, I'll give you $200 or $100 per PPF job that you send me. Uh, there's so many ways that you can play that game. But mm-hmm. once you get one of those, man, I think your business like booms right off the rip. Yeah. And that's kind of what I've, I mean, we've done, we do just a lot of just regular work. And I think it's, it's the next goal is to at least land a dealership or two and start getting into that to where there's consistent work, but also, you know, just, doing the work that we want to do and making money doing it. I don't, I don't want to do just detailing my whole life. Um, so if I can jump on something, it's going to, you know, make everybody much more happier. I'm going to do it. So as well as build, build a lot bigger. So now, now you were talking about that's your detailing business. Now, where do you see like the training side of things five years from now? Like do you see, um, how far do you see that going? You know, um, we, I mean, we, I've just, we've just got done doing that. Um, I hadn't even held my first training yet. And, you know, I'd like, even aside from trainings, I mean, I, I'd like to build that to, you know, where eventually where I maybe become like a, like a rep for, you know, maybe the United States or like my area. I mean, I, I'd like it to build it to a point of where I can still make money off of that too. while you know, just keeping the business too. So. I don't know. There's like you said, there's a lot of different ways to do it. And I don't think I've came to an exact path yet, but I mean, definitely, um, definitely growing into something. <laughs> Dude, that's sick, man. That's cool. Yeah, I, definitely. I, I, I like the, um, the outlet that you were talking about that you can take with that though. It's really cool that like, Hey, you know, detailing, it's gotta get boring when you just think about like, Hey, is this going to be just me working for the next 30 years? Mm -hmm. I don't know how old whoever's listening is, but like, you know, say you're 30 and um, how old are you actually, Tanner? Um, Just 25. You're 25. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But like, say you're 30 and, um, you know, 
I would hope you plan retirement in the next, I do, you know, like I'm almost 30 and mm -hmm. my goal is to be chilling somewhere in the next 20 years, you know, like okay. I can grind it out young. So mm -hmm. that in the next 15, 10, who knows? I don't know. But like, I hope that it's before 60 or 50, hopefully before 40, you know? So like, and I remember being in the state of mind when I was like, my only vision was me solo in my detailing business, but I'm going to grow yeah. this thing to massive, you know, I'm going <laughs> to do it all. I want every client to call me. And, um, and I just thought I was going to have the biggest, baddest shop. And, and, but I never thought about how I was going to get myself out of it, you know, but that mm -hmm. was my only vision. And I'm sure that a lot of people are like this. And it's like, Hey, in 30 years that you got to come to that realization. It's like, where is your business going to be? Are you still going to be in it? How many employees are you going to have? Because like two years in, man, I realized really quick that like, I cannot do this for the next 30 years by myself. You know? It's a lot. It's, it really it's, it's a hard, it, it's rough on your body, uh, especially fingers, arms, knees. Shoot. I couldn't tell you. I, I feel like an old man. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm with you, man. It's like, you know, I went a you know, little story. I, when I, my first year in business, I went from like, I'm kind of back down in weight again, but, um, when I was like my first year, I went from like 200 pounds and then three or four months, man, just doing, wearing all those hats, working in the business, uh, hot summer days, you know, working 10 hours. Um, dude, I went from like 200 pounds to like 160. And it's like from the stress, from the work, it just wasn't healthy. Um, not to say that like detailing, you can't make a lot of money doing it. And not to say that it can't be that financial freedom um, piece of your life, I guess. Like the thing that generates that for you, because it definitely can. Yeah. I think so smart. and think so much past what the average is. And I think like you're thinking that as well, but um, I think we agreed on that, but there's a lot of people, man, that get into this and they're just like, they had that same vision I had. It's like, how am I solo going to, you know, boom this thing? And yeah. Boom it, man. It's, you're it's all, all about mindsets and where you want to see yourself. I mean, there's, I mean, there's your guys out there that's what charging 50, $60 for full details. And, don't keep a business in business. I mean, you're not going to stay in business long doing that. You kind of, you got to price yourself too, to where you can, you can grow it and, you know, stay alive and give yourself the life you want to. Um, but you got to back it. Um, you can't charge almost $300 for regular detail. If it's not, you're not showing it on the back end that it's actually worth it. You got to you gotta have the rapport there. You got to show that you're there all the time for their your help i mean it's a lot more than just detailing once you're you know talking a real successful business so yeah dude like you're talking 50 dollars, even a hundred dollars let's say um if anybody listening is charging a hundred dollars for a full detail generally a full detail what four hours you know mm -hmm. at the minimum you know you're making a hundred dollars in four hours do the math on how much you're actually making on that. Like add up your expenses and then deduct that from that amount. I guarantee you that you're going to be working a lot less or you're working a lot harder than you could literally just go work for somebody at that point and make more money and be happier. Oh yeah, for sure. And basically, like you said, have your life 
gone having your life set for you (laughs) sometimes man i look at it like you know and and we we all have the bug of like wanting to grow we have this never-ending probably go to go to bed thinking about new ways new strategies new ideas to set ourselves further um we have that bug so we're, we're we're not built to be that type of employee but like um you know when you're an employee sometimes man it sometimes i wish i wasn't bit with that bug because you have everything planned out for you you have that 401k they've got all that set up for you you can retire at 65 and you know you you're, you work from eight to three or whatever the case is it's easy day yeah all about how you it, it's really just comes down to how you see yourself and where you want to be because i mean you you gotta you gotta set yourself up to what you want to and you got to work for that and if if you don't set the right expectations or the the prices of your details to not match that i mean you're not gonna get anywhere so yeah dude (laughs) agree um well tanner dude we've um we got some pretty good points on here dude but we'll go ahead and wrap it up um how can how can viewers find you uh, so we are, I mean, we're basically ever everywhere. So Facebook, Google, um, Instagram, we have YouTube now, TikTok, uh, all the social media platforms, you got to stay in them. So we're, we're, we're on all, we're on them all. Um, you can find us everywhere. Uh, TRC detailing specialist, uh, we specialize in C8s apparently. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good though. That's good. Well, dude, we'll wrap it up, man. And, uh, Dude, it's been a pleasure having you on here. Hey, I, I really, I really do appreciate it, and able to get. A, hopefully, some somebody, some of the listeners, or you know, get a little light of how to be a little bit more successful. And you know, I'm I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But if you can take a little bit off of this, and you know, put it through your business, and hopefully it'll grow. And that's that's really the goal. You're trying to make a better a better life for yourself and you. So. Yeah, absolutely, dude. You're going to do it. You're going to do it and you're going to do it right. (laughs) Well, that is it for this episode of the Detail Spot Podcast. Tanner dropped some huge value bombs for you guys listening, showing you what's possible in such a short amount of time. Tanner's a super cool dude. I really enjoyed having him on and just really getting to chat it up with him. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it as well. And if you have not already and you saw this as a value to you or something hit home for you and you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you can drop us a review, it's going to greatly help this channel grow so that we can reach more people. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any future videos coming out. Uh, We are actually going to shoot for... Uh, pushing some more episodes throughout the week as well so that um, you guys can get even more value throughout your week as you're either detailing on your way to detail a vehicle or whenever you're listening to it in general. So I hope you're enjoying it and make sure to stay tuned for the next episode of the Detail Spot Podcast.